Welcome to the Long Ash Podcast. Nick Labretti here. Greg Waters there. Greg Waters. Nick Labretti. So today we are smoking the latest iteration in our JR 50th Celebration line. This is the Aging Room Quattro Nicaragua JR 50th. What is the difference, you might ask, I'm going to tell you? So uh, the original release of the Quattro Nicaragua, by the way, 2019, number one cigar of the year. They're all box-pressed. They were. Which, as you know, it's not my thing. It's not a big thing. It's not my, not my not favorite a big thing. thing. These are a few of my favorite things. Which we'll get into That's later. That's not one of them. No. Um, so, working with uh, the great Rafael Nadal and the team over at AUSA and AJ Fernandez, who makes the blend, we decided we wanted a special shape, size, and box quantity for our 58th. And so, we had them create... This beautiful torpedo Parejo, so rounded torpedo, um, and put it into a box of 10. A little more approachable, I think. I agree. Than a box of 20. I've always been saying that. I think boxes of 20 and 25 are really only made these days for brick and mortar, so you can open it for singles and you have it. Bo- because, I don't know, man. I, unless it's like some kind of crazy limited edition thing or whatever if I'm buying for a wedding. Like, I don't really buy boxes of 25 anymore. I'm like... I don't need that many no. of one of one. There's too much good stuff out there to buy 25 of. of I also think know. it's a price thing too. Yeah. Because you know, on beers and tears, you got your lucky streak at 50 cents a beer, so I buy a 30 rack, and then I get my Yingling, which is like almost 75 to 80 cents a beer. So you get your 24 pack. Yeah. But then when I get my IPAs, where it's four dollars a beer, I'm getting a four pack. Four pack. Yeah. Right. And I'm changing it. it up. You need to. Uh, what is it? Start it. Start. No, start market it. What is that? Oh, copyright. Beers and Tears? Uh, beers and Tears. I should. Isn't that the band? What, can we call your dad? Yeah. He'll take care of it. Beers and Tears? Isn't that a isn't that Tears the for Fears. Oh. Do you know they originally sang, you know that song Mad World, like the really sad song? They sang like a very 80, so you know you know how the song goes, right? I mean. All around me. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh-huh. They, they wrote that song, but they sing it in like a really 80s like way. It's like. All around me are familiar faces, worn out. It's like one of those songs people like would dance like this and do cocaine Carlton. too. Yeah. Well, you remember that? I, I love it. There was that one scene in American Psycho. That was one of the best Carltons I've ever seen. Oh, please. There's that one scene in American Psycho. It was like a B-roll. So like they go to a, a, like a club in, the, like in New York right. in the 80s. And there's that one B-roll shot of people dancing. And Justin Thoreau, who is in the movie. You know, Justin Thoreau, famous. I think he's a director too. He wrote Tropic Thunder He wrote with Tropic Stiller. Thunder, the actor and everything. Your Highness. And he's in there dancing, and he's just like, like an 80s, like, this is how we dance in the club in the 80s. <laughs> it was it was ridiculous. How did we get on that? Oh, the, the Tears for Beers. Um, beers for Tears. Okay. Tears uh, for Beers? I forget it already. So, yeah. I got to trademark both. Box of 10. Um, same blend, but, uh, and I spoke about this in, in my uh, review, when you know, we had a, a Zoom Zoom call with uh, Rafael Nadal for planning a, a, a fun trip that me and Greg are going to be taking. And he was we had, he had sent the test blends and everything, and he was telling us about uh, this blend. And he even said, this is from, from his mouth, he was like, listen, I think that this is the best version of the cigar we've made. He's like, I think it's smoking better than the, the original box press version. But that's what you usually get on a construction standpoint on the box press. <laughs> The ash is not as sturdy, as constructed, and depends on if it's like a padrone where it's like a thick chocolate bar, right? You know, it's 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 like the width is going to determine 
the ash. That's why you don't really get a long ash on like a Lancero or anything right. too thin. So if you have like a Padron where it's like a thick, you know, a thick daddy. Yeah. You have more of a chance of getting a longer ash. Whereas like the original version of this or some of the Tatawahes where it's that kind of thinner box press. Right. You know. Like full core press, I feel like from Crown Heads, the full core press is better in a box press. The you really like so that. Good. Uh, that was your fave, fave. Yeah. I bought two boxes that bad boy. But this Nicaraguan Puro, Boxes man, of 10. Boxes of 10. See? It works. <laughs> Again, I, I think it's a retail thing. I think that they, they do the boxes of 20 and 25. I mean, obviously, it probably does reduce the price somewhat because you don't have to buy as many boxes, like, like in terms of, of manufacturing. You know, maybe you save a nickel a cigar or, you know, 50 cents a cigar even um, by, by putting more in a, in a larger container. But... I think for online, you know, at least for me, I'm I'm a I like tens, fives, and singles is what I go for. So, and it's working out because you know people are are loving our fiftieth releases and they're selling incredibly fast. Definitely, um, and they're all boxes of ten. I think so. Yeah, they're all boxes of ten. Yeah. So, I have to go back to the box press. I haven't had this in a while. The box press. It's good though. I remember I had it this summer when I I went on. I had this like three day. Camp I love how you said this summer. Last summer. When now it's like legit a year yeah, ago. Time flies. Wow. When, when you're in when COVID. You're, when you're COVID. Uh, last summer, I went on like a three-day kick where my roommate's parents, like then his parents live up the street from us and they have a big pool. And they're like out of the house. They were like on vacation. So I asked him, I'm like, hey, like during my middle of my work day, can I bring my laptop and like work from their backyard, smoke a cigar? And I would go there every day for like a week, bring a cigar, bring like two really good beers and like sit in their pool, my laptop, extension cord, laptop right there in the pool, like oh, on the nuts. side of the pool. Smoking a cigar, drinking a beer, and doing work. In the pool. In the pool. Yeah. But like the computer wasn't in the pool. It was off to the side. Yeah, well. I was standing in the shallow end. I just, uh, you I know. got you. Yeah, I wasn't, just I wasn't get, like just treading the... water and typing, you know, an email. Or, playing, done, or playing the trumpet. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that before. It's really fun. What, treading water yeah. and going on the computer? Yeah. Mm. 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 So talking about sizes and box press and how you World feel about box press. sucked. Yeah, terrible. Ah. <laughs> uh, what are your, what is your, your we all know that the go-to size is for you now. If I had a gun to your head, what's the go-to size? Guess. Uh, 48 by five and a half, six. Oh, six. Six by 48 is my, my go-to. That's, the, I wouldn't say it's my go-to to like test a blend out. To test a blend out, I usually like to go Robusto or Churchill. Isn't six by 48 no, that's more Toro size, that's like a Toro, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. I like to go either Robusto or Churchill, depending on my mood. I feel like a Churchill is going to give you the real essence of a blend. Um, and Mike Herklotz, I still quote him from uh, our our Skype call or Zoom call we had with him last summer. Uh, Churchill gives that was you a more chance. more spring. Well, I guess it was. <laughs> Churchill gives you a real chance to tell the whole story with a blend. I agree. Because it can have its ups and downs, yep. you know, it can really progress, and you can really see what this blend can do. Or I'll do a robusto to kind of get a quick, a quick uh, cliff notes version. I'm like, all right, gotcha. let's see what's going on here. So it depends on my time. But I still feel like with a robusto, is like you have at some point on some cigars that like sweet spot of the cigar, you don't get much of it. And like I'm like, no, I want more of that. Well, and that's size, what kind of annoys me. Size definitely affects a blend, but I will say, at least in my mind, it doesn't affect a blend to the degree that if I smoke a Robusto of a blend 
and I absolutely hate it, then I'm going to absolutely love the Toro size. It's usually just like, I all around like this cigar, but in this size, it really smacks. Agreed. There's not really anything, except for, uh, I know that Steve Saka just came in with the Tricky Troca. I think he came out with like a like a 70 ring gauge. Did he? Tricky Troca, I think so. Oh, God. Uh, it was either a 60, like or, it was either 60, 60 or a 70. That I would have no business with. Right. That's... You know, you you smoked a big one the other day. I did. What was it? The Lunatic eight eight by eighty. Yeah. How was that? Uh, it, was, it was. How was the tobacco? It was good. It's just. <laughs> how can you say it without saying it? That's why I asked it's, you. It's like uh, visually visual representation. Getting it started was like. That's always a tough part, especially at our age. <laughs> you know. Um, did you have to tell? You it, did you have to tell anything. it you loved it? Oh. I mean, we locked eyes a couple times, <laughs> but uh, you know, we talked about it when I when I was smoking it. I think I got, I think I smoked it for a half an hour, and I got, I went maybe, I don't know, three quarters of an inch, if yeah. that. But it just seemed like you weren't getting the smoke that you would get from the uh, yeah. the other sizes we like to smoke. Now, if you're into that thing, of course, that's where it comes down to my next question to you, gun to your head, what's your most hated size? Anything above a 60. So, Anything above a 60 is just... I mean, but again, that's totally personal. I know. I've <clears throat> This whole thing cigar, is supposed yeah, to be more personal and controversial. Are, you know, and, and in terms of being a good cigar or not, that's always subjective. And I'll never say anything is a bad cigar, especially if it's... Something like the Lunatic, where I love the blend. Our our 50th anniversary Lunatic is almost sold out in like right. you know a few weeks. That cigar is just you know in- incredible. Is the 80 a good cigar? I'm going to assume it is, but you have it's to Agonorsa. be you have to be into that. It's a, it's it's like a very niche market. You have right. to be very much into just big ring gauges and kind of getting the most. We're talking about it like take four hours to smoke that bad boy. Yeah. And also, it we talk about you know, we talk about when we talk about sizes um, and how they you know different sizes uh, and shapes play is the ratio. It's always about the ratio filler, binder, and wrapper. Right. The ratio changing is what's going to give you that slightly different experience. I got to think for something an eighty ring gauge, the amount of filler tobacco in that is just it's 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 so it's much it's crazy. so much. Filler tobacco. But I feel like with Agonor's tobacco, they can pull that off because it's not so overpowering. And and they're that uh, was it. Uh, what did they use in that? The Corojo um, tobacco. Corojo, yeah. Is is no? I think the wrapper actually might be Habano. Right, but the the, the filler, filler I think might, might be, be that it's more approachable. And I think their Corojo wrap, you know, the uh, tobacco is better than what's the other? There's Criollo. two. Yeah. Thanks for being there. I got you. Uh, but my question to you is, so you're basically saying if you had, so my question is Lancero or 6x60, six six, you're going Lancero. Oh, hands down. I actually, my most dislike is Lancero. You don't like him? I just, yeah, something about for everybody. I'd rather take a 6x60. Six six, yeah. It comes down for it's not even, it's not about technical performance. It's of not course. about what's underneath the hood. It really comes down to it, like That's what for my me wife with says. this. It, it comes down to this. It's it's actually it's just a very simple thing. I don't care. Talk about cars. Right. It could be the fastest, most efficient car. It's got all the bells and whistles, and it's a great price, and it's the best car. If I think the car looks weird, I'm not going to buy it. Agreed. Whereas, 
if a car looks great, I'm like, I'm at least going to take the next step and like, oh, I wonder what's under the hood. Now those right. things start to matter. But if the car looks weird to me, like, I'm not going to buy it. Right. So it, somebody might say like, oh, dude, this cigar like smokes great and the flavors are good. That's all well and good. And I'm, I'm glad you enjoy it. But it's just not, I, I'm just not going to do it. I'm just right. not going to. It's just not not what I want. I, it, it's it's not going to be comfortable in the mouth or in the hand. It's too, way too long to smoke. Um, it's just, yeah, it's it's just not not my thing. So yeah, anything above a 60. And I used to smoke a lot of, I used to smoke a lot of 60s because when I first started in the industry, you know, like the heyday of like the Sopranos and everything. Well, that was the, that was I the smoke, Yeah, like a lot of uh, Partagas Black 60s, right. a lot of La Gloria Cubana series. And also R, when you're 60s. working, you can yeah. put in that time. Well, I will say, at least back in the day, I, I haven't had 60s regularly for a while now. Back in the day, General Cigar did a lot of great 60s, the, particularly the Partagas Black and the La Gloria Cubana Series R Maduro were amazing 60 ring gauge right. cigars, like very, very I good. also believe like on the darker wrapper wrapped cigars, so like Maduro's like a Nicaraguan or a Connecticut Broadleaf or a Mexican San Andreas, I, I feel the bigger the ring gauge, the better the taste I, for, for me. Because, it, it, because it, it lessens out the extreme flavor from the wrapper and balances right. that a little bit more. So yeah, that that and, and like, that's that's true. Like that's that. See, that's why I like Lanceros is because I like the more extreme in your face wrapper flavor. Like a broadleaf Lancero to me is right. like is everything. Like the Havana Seed uh, Tabernacle, yeah, the one forty two. Like I know hoot and holler about that Lancero. Everybody loves it. I just I like the robusto better. Yeah. Well, that's all I had. I was I would like to try the other sizes, but the Lancero on that end, I just it just wasn't it wasn't for me. It happens, man. No, I know. The Lancero is another one. So yeah, it's, I'm going to put it into uh, your tears for beers because I, I know you, especially with that hat, I can tell you're a guy who drinks beer. Um, oh, thanks, John Hoover, for the hat. <laughs> what do you do to get all these hats? I, I, uh, I can't get beautiful. One. I wear them every day. We got to smoke his 80 ring gauge. Uh, I legit, I I, uh, <laughs> wow. Actually, I was supposed to text him back. I got to text him. He sent me. Did you get the... I don't want to make Chris feel bad. <laughs> yeah, the new golf hat. Did you get the golf hat? Yeah. yeah. What do you mean, make me feel bad? I see it posted. I know. Did you, I'm, uh, I'm a ghost here. Just keep yeah. going. I don't no, care. I can't wait. I can't wait to wear that on the golf course. I'm bring, I'm bringing it to. Uh, which 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 color are you rocking? White. I'm going green. Really? I want I want the Masters. Okay. <laughs> I just I just what, have nothing to match with that. I'm not I'm not yet at a place in my golf game where I wear. Well, you have matching. to. You have to at least. So here's my thing with golf, or really with anything. As long as you look good going into it, if you suck at it, at least you look good. You know what, what I'm saying? What does look good in golf? Because like, oh, there's mean, like 70s golf where it's like plaid pants and a cap. No, like don't look. I was gonna make a comment, but don't look out of place or like you know be that guy that everybody's like point at you and laugh kind of thing, or be like you know oh this guy's like crazy. He's gonna bring a bunch of beer and drink on the golf course. It's just be representative. Do you bring a bunch of beer and drink on the golf course? They like actually check your coolers in some places. But really? No, I don't drink much beer on the golf course because I, once I start getting a little like there was one time I got started getting loosey goosey. I just that was terrible. There's there's a same thing for me when I would play pong in college. There's like a two beer sweet spot for me where I find a groove, but anything after that is just like oh, we, no, we call it me I'm and Pete. Well, Pete and his friends and who golf a lot. And I now that I'm golfing, I picked up the the lingo. Uh, we call it swing oil. Need, yeah. need a little swing oil, baby. Right. But like we're talking for yeah, a, whole, a like whole 18, maybe four, three Coors Lights. I'd say four you know? beers. Yeah. yeah. It's just good to have a cigar. A couple, just... uh, couple of cheeses. Oh, yeah. 
or a cigar, but I like more the more the cheese. But See, I don't smoke on the golf course. You have to. Um, that's where you'd have to get the bigger, bigger cigar. Like I smoked yeah. the uh, Corona uh, Viva Liga. Is that the no, big no, one? No, the, uh, the Doble. Corona Doble. Doble. Yeah, the Corona Viva. That was, was a small. Corona Viva is a fucking fantastic size of that blend. Yeah, that it was, was a great way to reinvigorate interest in that blend because I feel like it was dying a little bit. I thought the Doble was great for what no, I was. Doble is very good, but, but I feel like because a little bit of the mystical essence of Liga has gone away because it's become so much more available and then all the Unicos have become available that that Corona Viva size, not only is it a cool size, but like it smacks right. in that in that blend. And I feel like that was a very nice way to kind of reinvigorate a little interest in the uh, in the line. But I'm and people make comments all the time. I'm such a cigar nerd. I do not like smoking a cigar when I'm doing anything. I I I like to sit there and, and, and appreciate the time and effort that went into growing the tobacco, rolling it. It's just not something I'm go- I would I would do like you raking know. your yard. Yeah, I did that. You know, especially isn't that that's kind of dangerous? Dry leaves and a cigar. I think I was picking up rocks. Okay. This might sound stupid. I miss like push mower because that was a workout. Like, I like. Was... I, I told my parents I really miss mowing a lawn. I really do. It was a workout for me. Do you have, you have a push or you have a sit down? I mower? do have a push actually. And then start. I have to clean out my carburetor. I'm so pissed because I just filled it up with gas. Come do, like what's but what's bigger, your back lawn or your front lawn? The, uh, both. My house lives right in the middle of the yard. How many? Like how? I'm an acre and a half. All right. I come and like split it with you. I come like do the front lawn for you. I gotta get a ride on. No, like I want to do the push. I'm not. You can do the whole thing. No, I'll do. I'll do half. I'll watch you. I'll do half, and you gotta make. Wear the white hat. You gotta make some of your crazy meats. Sure. Make me some crazy meats. I'll make some meats. Yeah, and then we gotta go into your uh, bonus uh, room. Your your film room. Yeah, and, which uh, still getting done. Watch Mortal Kombat. Absolutely not. I'm not watching Mortal. I'm Kombat. gonna keep bringing it up. I'm not. I I'm I'm disgusted because you know I don't care much about things. <laughs> As we all know, like obviously, I have my three beers. You know, and we all know what I'm and drinking. And your kids, and I, oh, I love my kids. <laughs> Sometimes uh, I don't care a lot about things. You know, I like I got these beers. That I'm but, really close with. But it's like Mortal Kombat was that first like video game that I played. It was like Mario, Sonic, Mortal Kombat. And when that '90s movie came out, and the music, and and my, actually, it was funny. After we watched that, my, we were going to bed, my wife and I, and she put on the old school Mortal Kombat, and I almost watched the whole. I was exhausted. She goes, "Oh, I thought we just fall asleep to." I watched. I pretty much watched almost the whole entire movie. I never saw those, but I heard they were pretty bad for the era. The, I mean, yeah, but like, if it was something that you're passionate about, like it wasn't bad, you know, because you know, Sonya Blade is actually the girl from. Uh, Billy Madison. Yeah. Uh, what's her name? I can't think of it off the top of my head. She's both, a, both those movies came out the same year. What? Oh, Mortal Billy Com- Madison and Mortal Kombat? Yeah. What, what, wasn't Christopher Lambert Raiden, the yeah. guy the guy from Highland, mm-hmm. <laughs> played like the Chinese god of yes, thunder? Yes, but it was like at least there was a tournament. Like mm-hmm. they're at least in different areas of fighting. Like granted, That song was a banger. It was so good. Mortal it's like, it's like Jock Jams. Remember when Jock Jams came out? Yeah. You know, like what the Chicago Bulls theme song would start in Jock Jams. You get so pumped up. I'd, I'd just start I, shooting I, hoops and playing hockey and playing baseball at once. I think I sent this to you at one point. I definitely sent it to you. It was a meme and it said like, 
Like, I don't believe, like, like, the most unrealistic part of the Harry Potter books is that they took place in 1998, and no one was like, like, no one at Hogwarts was like, man, the Bulls are having a hell of a run, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah I can't, that's, an, that's another franchise I can't stand. Harry Potter? Yeah. I don't mind it. I just, uh... Here's the thing. If, when I'm on a dating app, and a girl says, like, she's into Harry Potter, I'm into it because, like... It's in the universe of nerd shit that I'm into. Get into it. Yeah. No, it's into it's now. in the nerd because nobody on. just likes Harry Potter, but like hates Star Wars and hates Lord of the Rings. Like it's usually in the nerd verse yeah, of yeah, stuff agreed. that I really. When I was into. on dating apps, I too liked going to wineries. <laughs> <laughs> I love. I, I do this. I do this. You know. So you know how when anybody recognizes me from YouTube, they're like, "Oh yeah, I watch your show," and I'm always like, "Oh yeah, you're the guy." Like, I have Which like is, my, one, my yeah. one generic. Yeah. That is actual answer. factual. When we went to the Drew Estate barn, everyone was coming up to him. No, I was, I'm not even bragging you, about that. No, I, no, I no, just no, give. I give him the same I, every time. Every time someone's like, "Oh, you're the guy from the videos," I'm like, "Oh yeah, you're the one guy who watches." Like I give the same old man. Uh, you know. Well, talking about that, the YouTube comments. I had one guy. Um, asking about the tabernacle and i went we're having a nice back and forth in the comments and i was telling it was me i don't know what your favorite was but you know i uh, this is greg answering oh it's so cool to talk to like a celebrity i'm like i showed i showed all my family like oh, a celebrity <laughs> but it, it goes to your head man it really does i know i'm already there sometimes I that's why i keep yeah, that's why i wear the hats but I, I love having once i fi- even if no one else finds it funny once i find a funny generic response to like a, the same question over and over again I stick with it for years right, like that's, it's just oh, that's dad mentality you know the same thing and you've heard me on phone calls like business meetings like hey Nick how's it going I'm like you know I, I say the same thing every time like you know doing what I can just like <laughs> every, t- every, every time every time oh you know man just it's like going well do, doing what I can you know what I mean <laughs> it's the same thing I always say so anytime I see a girl like on the like you know on their dating profile it'll say like uh you're like one thing about me is like, like, oh, you're gonna be as sarcastic as I am. I reply the same way every time. I'm like, do I? And just like a like twenty question marks. <laughs> what are you, Riller? Yeah, it's like, do I? Like, cause that's I'm like, I'm like, I have to be overly sarcastic in this comment to show them that I, I'm sarcastic. You know, like when they say like the perfect flirt to roast ratio, like what? I would just say, are we making chicken and and flirting? Because your mind immediately goes to a five dollar roast chicken from Wegmans. <laughs> Oh, we should do roasted chicken. <laughs> Remember, we were trying to plan like <laughs> the cheapest I mean, the meal. cheapest meal for the most amount It'd of people. It'd still be happening right now. And we, we Wegmans got, is losing so much money right now. We got it to what? We got it to like, like it was two dollars like, and fifty cents a person. Yeah, and it was it was like what like it was like Roses, eight of us, two a, chickens, two and chickens. like two sides. Well, and every bur- four sides hmm. because it was eight people. It was, it was it was eight people. It was four things. Uh, so maybe it was two sides. Yeah. Hmm. I don't think that would work out. It has to be a little less because something. Me, you, remember. me, you, and Chris destroy a whole chicken. Oh yeah, and two sides, and that's only three of us. Then again, you know, three of us are animals. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. when, you know, we have you know, we we destroy James, a chicken. James or Felix, who only eat a crouton and yeah. water for lunch. And then, yeah. oh, oh. so full. Um, <laughs> do you ever make duck? Did I ever make duck? Yeah. No. I'm gonna make duck. Good luck. Yeah, I found I, a, I, I found I, a recipe. I'm gonna make cris- crispy crispy luck. duck. Where how how are we doing it? I'm gonna get a duck. Uh huh. From the side yeah, pluck of the, road. the feathers. No, I'm debating whether or not to get like because it, it just the recipe that I found just calls for duck breast. So I'm debating whether or not just to go buy the duck breast or like go to like a market and like get a duck, not like a live one, obviously. Uh, it's duck. not going to be like forgetting Sarah Marshall where the pig roast. No, it would be more like the end of a Christmas story. Yeah. <laughs> mm. 
He's smiling at me. <laughs> I, I honestly, I want to get the whole duck because I, I have one of those cleavers, like a, like a meat cleaver. Yeah. And I, I want to just, wanna duck just chop the head off. <laughs> but no, I've only had duck like twice in my life, but both times it's been very, very good. Nice. Yeah, you just gotta make sure I it's love not duck. Too uh, gamey. Yeah, this is that's true. The, that's the only problem that I get with it. So you have to have some, whatever your, I don't know, buttermilk's the way to go because I know that's what you do with deer meat. I don't but, buttermilk. Yeah, yeah. To help to help get the uh, gaminess uh, out of it. I, I don't. I don't. You, you marinate it or soak it in? You just right? soak Same it in thing. there, and yeah. it, it takes all the uh, the juices well, okay. out of it. I've been getting. You've been on fire on the. Uh, on the, the cooking, gram. yeah. I mean, come on over to my house. You see, Cook you see, me some dude, food. I, I, the the chuck roast I made with the gremolata was good. Yesterday I made some sweet and sour pork uh, that was okay. I, I, was I tried a doing on it. Question on that? What? I was a little on question on that one. You know what it was? I, I think I I see where you're going with it, but you know, I didn't. You know what it was that that uh, to me ruined. It's not like it's bad. I'm gonna have it for dinner tonight. I have a bunch of leftovers. Uh, I tried using the chickpea rice, but like there's something about the chickpea rice that like don't right. work. Um, and I'm like, you know what? The, the calories and the, the health difference between chickpea rice and brown rice is honestly negligible. Yeah, right. So I'm just next time I'm just going to use brown rice. Yeah. The pork turned out okay. Yeah. Um, the sauce turned out good. I had to use like is pineapple this all juice. Is your Instapot and stuff? Yeah. Uh, okay. Except for when I made, when I did the um, the big roast, uh, the brisket uh, a few weeks ago, that I actually did in a roasting tray in the oven okay. for like three and a half hours. I did ribs. Uh, I did ribs at like two fifty and like a tray covered in aluminum foil and just smothered it with barbecue sauce. And slow cooked so it for like three hours and then flash grilled it for this to use my parents. My smoker. buddy says he got it. He got a Traeger and he says it's like cheating because so you just put the meat probes in there and you set the time. And you just walk and away. And my buddy got me for Christmas. He got me like a like a legit like Bluetooth thermometer that you could put in there and like it reads all the stuff. Um, but I will say the brisket turned out amazing, but that was a lot of work. Because uh, I had a the roasting tray and everything, the chuck roast turned out fine. I made that a thousand times before. The gremolata I could have done a little bit better. Maybe use some horseradish or something in it to give it a little more tang. Uh, but the the carnitas tacos I made last week yeah, look good. Uh, but you can't go wrong with tacos. I I used it. I used I um, browned it, the meat first, obvi, and then oh, first instead of because I usually when I do pork shoulder I just put the whole shoulder I'll season the whole shoulder and put it. No, I cut it into cubes first, yeah, two-inch cubes, then seasoned, then brown, then left it in the Instapot for like an hour with orange juice. Mm-hmm. And then what I, I did, the thing I always see online is I took, because I don't like, I usually don't like crunchy shells, but I don't want, I didn't want soft. So I got the corn tortillas. And then I put them in the oven, like in between the rack, yep. and like formed like a, the perfect brown where it's still malleable. You, know, you can do that with um, cupcake, cupcake uh, tray. Put the, get flip it over. Oh, oh, that that works. It'll probably even make it more mm-hmm. close because this one it, it was pretty yeah, wide. Yeah, but you but know, it was a per, it was a perfect like amount meat. of crispiness and st- but still malleable where you can move it around. And then I made like a an Asian slaw with like a, a zesty chipotle sauce made this slaw. I mean, I'm starving. I put the... All right. Well, okay, here's what you got to do. So you put the <laughs> yeah, meat in you. first, I, yeah. then a drizzle of the sauce, and then the slaw of with course. the sauce. Of course. But that was really good. But I yeah, work. the sweet and sour pork, uh, I told you next week, because my parents just... My mom just got her smoker, half smoker, half grill. Uh, I'm doing pastrami. I'm going to make my own nice. homemade pastrami. Nice. Two ways to do it. I'm taking the much harder way. 
course you are. The easy way is you can just buy a big slab of already already made corned beef oh, yeah. and then season the outside and smoke it. That's how you make pastrami. I'm actually making my own corned beef first. So I'm going to get go. the brisket. I'm going to brine it for like five to ten days in the fridge and like a big thing of water with curing salt and Baileys and all this stuff. Then take and it out. Home Depot, then, like a uh, paint bucket. Well, then I gotta get, I gotta get a what's it called, um, like a mortar and pestle, like the you know, like oh, the spice yeah, know bowl, and you have like that thing. Yeah. I Sounds gotta get like that because it can't be too finely. Like you've you've had like pastrami, like the spices on the yeah. outside. It's not too finely ground, but it's ground. Right. It's like black pepper and a bunch of stuff. Right. Ground it, season it, and then throw it in the smoker for like four hours, and then I'm just gonna have my just own four pastrami. Hours? Just four hours. Yeah. Wow. Because it's already it's already edible from the brining and the curing in the in the water. It's already corned beef. That's that's what corned beef is. Gotcha. So, you know, I forget like suprasata and those Italian meats. They're not cooked. They're they're just salted and, and left to dry, and that's how they're they're cured. Yeah. Oh yeah. You don't cook them at all. You put them in the casing, salt them, and then you let them hang. It's got to be a perfect temperature right. and a perfect humidity, right. and you got to let it hang for a while. But that's that's how you make like a like a suprasata brusciata. When you guys doing your gabagool, your, your cooking show. While smoking cigars, we should. Well, it doesn't have to be a show. You should just have like a barbecue one day, and we'll just come out like we'll smoke cigars and we'll just cook bullshit we and, and and you know, and feast. I feel like we'd have to get like the uh, the trucker or the drive-through microphones mm-hmm. while we're cooking. You know, <laughs> we're like gonna Bobby talk. Flay. We can just talk loudly. <laughs> That's not. Preferred. See, you think of Bobby Flay. I think of the. Uh, <laughs> it's not I think of the guy, the slap chop guy, because he had that microphone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're gonna love my nuts. <laughs> Didn't he? I think he went to jail. That guy for yeah, like. Probably. I think I think he like beat up a prostitute. Wow! <laughs> he like went to jail. Yeah, he slap chopped her. <laughs> Didn't have uh, any more nuts. Yeah, no more nuts. But yeah, I'm very excited, especially throwing in. So like, th- this would be a good barbecue cigar. The the darker tones from it, the richness, a little bit of spice. This would be a, nice a great cigar. Cigar. Nice black and tan. Yeah. But I'm very excited to try out all all kinds of meats. You know. I feel like meat is easy, man. I feel like uh, I think that is the easiest part. I feel like I feel like more of the prepping than meat is the hardest it's, part. It's also like you gotta. I mean, b- beef is obviously the easiest. Chicken, I'm I'm still I'm better now. I use the instant pot now, and I make like shredded chicken, which is super easy. But right. like to get chicken, like it's got to be the perfect thing, or else it's too dry, or it's under. You can't have it undercooked at all. It's got to be like there's a perfect thing you got. Meat you gotta is like the, you gotta leave the bone in for chicken, because so I. I I have to tell you what I basically what I do with like bone in skin on chicken thighs, you throw them in like a a roasting tray and then you just do half barbecue sauce, half water and then cayenne pepper. Okay. Mix it, just fill it up, aluminum foil, three hours, maybe even two. And then at like 250, 275, take it out, put the grill on high, put them on the grill, slather barbecue sauce on it, flip them, get that char and take them out. It's, It's amazing every time. I'll have to try that out. It's it is the cooking chicken breast. I think is the hardest thing ever in cooking. I, for out of like I simple out of, out, of, not, out of simple cooking things like right. making a steak, making a pasta, making right. chicken, making eggs. Right. Yeah, chicken it's breast. Chicken is, breast is the hardest. Thing well, here's what I do I now is because right. I, I I do it for my salads. Um, but basically, is I just throw in, you know, skinless chicken breast into my instant pot with like a cup of like chicken stock. 15 minutes and then just pull them out 
shred them, and then yeah, I make my I own. I want that shred, though. No, what? I just don't want that shred. That no, I, I, I do it for my salads. I like the shred. No, I know. I'm not a huge But then I do it, I like I, the and then I make my own. It's if it, uh, make my own. It's basically a mixture of mayonnaise and the Grey Poupon, like, country, like the the darker brown Grey Poupon Dijon mustard. Mm-hmm. And I just mix it together and create, like, a, like a, a lighter Dijon, and then I put a, a crap ton of it. I basically am making chicken salad right. with, like, a mayo-based mustard. And that's what I use because I also don't use dressing on my salad. So right. I, that, that's I'm able to season the chicken. I was I was buying a roti- like the Wegmans rotisserie and just cutting it up. It was like so much work to like cut around the bone, make sure I get all the meat, and I was getting fatty parts. And sometimes I was getting bones in the yeah. salad. It was just it was just too much. I just don't I just don't like the shred. I, I'm not a huge fan of chicken or in general Ch- shred of chicken unless it's like really mixed with anything or if I'm doing like a quesadilla or something. But yeah, you know, like a quesadilla, you gotta you know. But uh, it's just it's one of the hardest things. Like I, I at this point, I've just been trying to like marinate ch- chicken breast and making sure I marinate them before I do anything with it. The, I mean, the only chicken that I really, really enjoy that's like not either shredded or like a roast chicken is like a good old fashioned Italian chicken cutlet. Yeah, but it's still not good for you. It's not. That's, that's the, the problem. problem. I'm gonna try it again when, hey, when I use the cheese, the when I use the Parmesan crisps as my crust instead of yeah. the instead of the uh, breadcrumbs. So the other night. You're, you're, obviously, you've got like a hankering for food one time. Oh, I, re- I really want this. And sometimes, right. like, sometimes it's like an obvious thing. Like, oh, I really want a burger. I really want tacos. Right. This night, I really wanted, and when I say crappy, I don't mean like bad quality, but like I wanted like a cheap steak. And when I say that, I don't mean I want to go to like a bad steakhouse and get like a ribeye or a filet mignon. I wanted to go to a decent place and get like a skirt steak with like. Like a chimichurri on it or something yeah, like even that. even skirt skates is good. So me and my roommate went to Longhorns. Love Longhorn. And I, and I was like, this is you know perfect place to get what, I, what I'm looking for. And I got the sirloin. Dude. They, they make good stuff. It was really good. They make good. good stuff. It was not too heavily seasoned because nope. I know he, he went to Outback once. He's like, oh, yeah, try this ribeye that I got. There was so much uh, blue pep- cheese and crumble and, and salt. It was so like they had a they flavored the crap out of the this thing. The only thing that's good out back is the, the Bloomin'. I will say we got the the onion petals at Longhorn. Yeah. I prefer the Bloomin'. I agree. It's it's like more authentic. I don't know uh, why. Because I, I feel like they do it fresh. Right. This is like they did a while. There's ago. a restaurant in Matucha, um, New Jersey, or it's a microbrewery. JJ Biddings. They do a really good Bloomin' onion. Oh, do they? Yeah, yeah, really good. I like it because it's like. This is gonna sound weird. I like a bloomin' better because it's inconsistent. You, you when you take a piece off, like some of it might not have any batter, right. and then some of it has like a light bat. This was just like they cut this onion up into pieces, right. dip the whole thing in the batter, and then fried each piece individually. So like each thing was like a whole thing. I love know? Longhorn. I gotta go there more often. I got one like ten minutes from my well, house. Well, I I didn't know that they actually knew what they were talking about in terms of steak. No, oh, I figured it was like an outback or like it's just some waiter. Like he don't know what's going on. So I'm like, yeah, I'll get the sirloin. I'm like, can I get it medium rare but charred on the outside? And he's like, oh, Pittsburgh style. And I'm like, you know what Pittsburgh style is? Like, I was I was shocked. And dude, they nailed it. It was Pittsburgh right. style. It was beautiful. Oh, sweet potato on the side, which was great. Um, even their bread wasn't bad. But I will say, yeah, I was disappointed with the onion onion petals. But if you're looking for a decent cut of meat at like Applebee's Here's price, plug. yeah, no, <laughs> Longhorns, man, they uh, they did a really I, I'm good telling job. You, Longhorn, I think is the best. Best chain steakhouse. By the way, little trick if you want more restaurant quality in your steak, dry them off the night before, heavily salt, uncovered in your fridge. Le- yeah, leave, I know. leave them overnight. I always forget. I always forget to do that. Well, eat, 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 
up to four hours. So even right. even even if you forget kosher that night, or regular salt, uh, kosher. I use kosher salt, but like you pepper. Oh, you can put a little pepper on, but it's mostly the salt because the salt's going right. to draw out the moisture, right. and that's what gives me my crust. But I do that on on any beef dish, and I'm doing if I'm doing short ribs, if I'm doing a brisket, whatever I do, I heavily salt and leave uncovered in the fridge the night before. And you can already tell when you take it out that here's also one thing that I've noticed lately is halfway through when I do it. So if I do it the night before, I wake up in the morning and I flip it because the bottom sometimes it gets a little right. more wet yeah. and then I'll dry off the bottom again, flip it, heavily salt that, and then put it back for the for the duration. Um, the best steak I ever had was out of my Ninja Food Grilly. I'm telling you, it, it cooks that thing per, and it gets the fat, like that crispy. Yeah, like, see, I, I prefer a, a dark char all the way around. I hate no, grill that's, marks that's on my steak. Yeah, I hate yeah, grill no, marks on my does. steak. Anyone I mean, who, it has a grill, like it has a grill in there that get the right. grill mark, but like the outside of it, because you have that, it's like the pressure cooker or yeah. the Insta, Instapot. It's like that high, like heat that's going around it. Like I don't usually, if I grill it, I'm not eating the fat. But out of that thing, I'm eating the fat. Right. It's so it's like butter. Yeah, I can't. I don't understand people who who want grill marks on their steak. I get it on burgers. Like I don't want grill. Marks. I want my steak. I want the entire color of that thing, dark and crispy on the outside. Like I, I can't stand because grill. It's always grill marks, and then the rest of it's gray. And I'm like, I don't right. want that on my steak. I want. Yeah. I agree. Sheen. I'm with you, Charlie Sheen. Hmm. I don't. You don't want that on your. Steak. I don't know. But now I'm getting hungry, and I think it's lunch time. Yeah, I was so, just saying that. Um. I was saying that. I was thinking. You were thinking. You were thinking about saying it. it. So to everyone out there, aging room, Cuatro Nicaragua, Jr. Fiftieth, fantastic cigar. Got Um, some uh, interesting news coming up that we'll release about uh, possibly moving the podcast to a new channel. Yes, yes, we're going to go on the WB, um, CW now, CW right after Arrow, right after Arrow, but before uh, the Wayne Brothers. Remember the Wayne Brothers? Yeah, I do. Yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, there you have it. So a lot of not a great stuff coming out. And then we're going to have some awesome content in the next few weeks. We're taking taking a little, little trip. Taking a ride. Taking a little ride. On and wild time. I'm going to be dressed to the nines. Mm-hmm. It's going to be, we're, do, we're doing a whole, a whole week of uh, fun stuff. You're going to turn to Andrew Schultz now. Yeah. Yeah, we are. I already bought my T-shirt that I'm wearing, so it's I it's, can't wait. it's pink. It's awesome. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Thanks All for right. watching Long Guys Podcast. Go get some lunch. See you.